We lost Norm, people. Let's do this. Hey, everyone. Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. All right, everyone. I'm starting up the Frankie D Show right now. I'm your host, Frankie D. Thank you. And uh, sorry, guys, again, I was tardy again. This time was not exactly my fault. I mean, I guess it was. I could have, you know, hurried up. But uh, I was with people, and I couldn't get them out fast enough. So I am very sorry about that. I know. I'm sorry. But I'm here now. I'll plug the show real quick, and then we'll get into some topics. Hopefully, also, I've noticed, you know, I've said this some weeks, the beginning of the YouTube video uh, clips off or whatever. You don't get to hear the first few things of uh, what I say. I don't really know how to fix that. Like I said, I could just put the video or whatever on YouTube after. You know, do it recorded or do it on another streaming thing and then put it on YouTube after. We'll see. I don't know. I say that often and then I just, I don't know. I'm in this groove now of just coming on for, you know, on YouTube Live. On uh, Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern. But anyway, so if you're listening on YouTube, subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Give me that thumbs up, ding the bell, hit the subscribe button, do whatever you got to do on YouTube. Uh, If you're listening on Apple or Spotify or Amazon or wherever you're listening, subscribe on those platforms. Give me a review. Do what you got to do on there, too. You know, spread the word. And uh, Instagram and Twitter at The Frankie D Show. And that's really it. Wherever you look up The Frankie D Show, you should be able to find me. All right? Sound good? Okay. Love getting those plugs out of the way. Okay. So, what I just said in the beginning, I know the people listening to the recording, to the recorded versions definitely heard it. For the live listeners, I don't know because... Sometimes I think, uh, you know, what I say goes through, and then I re-listen, and I'm like, oh, crap, that didn't go through. So if it didn't go through, I'll just say it again. Uh, We lost Norm, Norm MacDonald. He passed away, unfortunately. Very famous stand-up comedian. I'm bringing this up just because I honestly, like, he he was, I'm very impressed with how mainstream he was and also how not mainstream he is. So what I mean by that is there, I feel, are like two different kinds of uh, comedians. So Norm MacDonald is a stand-up comedian. And he and he died from cancer. He was only 61 years old. And there's usually two different kinds of comedians, I feel. There's like the smaller club comedians who I find to be like the more edgy comedians. And then there's like really big comedians, the theater comedians like Jerry Seinfeld, stuff like that. Um, what I find interesting about Norm is he fit into both crowds. He was friends with like, you know, Artie Lang and stuff like that, but he was also on SNL and he was friends with like Adam Sandler. So I find that, you know, I find that unusual. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe all the comedians are friends with each other. I know all the club comedians seem to be friends with each other, whether they're, you know, there's no like even East coast, West coast rivalry. Really. I feel they're all friends with each other. You get Artie Lang and Jim Norton, both from the East Coast, friends with each other, but they're just as good of friends with, like, Joe Rogan. Well, now Rogan's in uh, Austin, Texas. 
But, you know, they were just as good friends with, like, Joe Rogan, Burke Kreiser, all the ones out there on the West Coast in uh, California. Now, I guess, you know, because of COVID, they all started going to different parts of the country. But, <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, so, anyway, all the comedians, you know, they put out tweets, they put out, you know, whatever they wanted to say about them. Yeah, they were all good things. Everything that I've read was good. No one bashed them. That'd be pretty bad if someone bashed them. They're like, that piece of shit, Norm. I'm glad he's dead. It's like, nope. Everyone, uh, you know, just had good words to say about him. It was funny, you know, when uh, Don Imus died, very famous radio host, lots of bad things were said about him. I guess there were probably good things said about him, too, but lots of bad things. It's like, God damn, the guy dies, and we're just, you know, everyone's just going to bash him now. Uh, Norm MacDonald didn't get that, though. From what I saw, everyone was saying great things about him. I think from what I remember, David Letterman did say that he considers, I think it was Letterman, could have been Conan, pretty sure it was Letterman. He said that he found Norm MacDonald to be the funniest comedian of all time, which is big word. That, that's big coming from, in my opinion, someone like Dave Letterman. Letterman was only one, is one of the only late night hosts that I actually like. I think most of the late night hosts suck. I mean, let's be for you have, uh, I've talked about this before, you have Jimmy Kimmel, you have Fallon, yeah. I, I don't really like any of them. I do like Conan, honestly, even though he's not a late night host anymore. And the last, I don't know, so many years of his shows have uh, really sucked. You know, I've, I've talked about that before, I think. He took it down to only a half hour show. It really didn't feel like a late night show anymore. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Um, and I, you know, I don't know. I found David Letterman to be a very good late night host. So I think that's very, you know, nice coming from someone like David Letterman. And from what I hear, uh, Norm MacDonald was a big fan of Letterman himself. I saw Howard Stern. He's, he did a little tribute thing to Norm MacDonald also. So, you know, everyone from all sorts of entertainment seemed to be friends with Norm. And like I said, Norm wasn't some, like, PC comedian Really, like he was edgy. That's why I kind of find it funny that he was friends with all these mainstream people. I guess he was into comedy though. Like he's been, you know, he's been in the comedy game for a long time. So I guess, uh, you know, he when he was on SNL and stuff, that's how he became friends with these people. And I guess maybe he might have pushed the line at times, but he never went too far over the line where these people are like, "Yeah, I can't be talking with Norm anymore." Like, whoa, he'll get me in trouble. He'll get me canceled. Unfortunately for me, I, you know, from what I'd seen of Norm, I liked, I never got a, I don't know a ton, ton about him, so I don't have too much more to say about this. I just wanted, you know, to bring him up, I feel, since he was so funny from what I did see of him, and I felt, uh, we'll talk about him, you know, we would bring him up just to uh, say rest in peace to Norm MacDonald. I know a lot of my friends are very into him from what I've seen. I remember I've seen clips of him from the Howard Stern Show through years in the past. And from what I saw in there, they were hilarious. I remember him and Artie were talking about a baseball commentator. I cracked my, I cracked up to that one. Also, Norm MacDonald was the one that brought Artie Lang onto the Howard Stern Show. And Artie Lang is one of my favorite comedians of all time. And he was fantastic on the Howard Stern Show. So, I, I you know, I think there's always a, piece of me that will always just like Norm because of that. Artie Lang for the Howard Stern show, fantastic in, you know, in the years he was on. So if if it wasn't for Norm MacDonald, the Howard Stern show would have never gotten Artie Lang, who 
was huge on the show. He was great on the show. So, and actually, I, you know, for any Artie Lang fans out there, Artie Lang did put, you know, he he barely goes on social media anymore. He's really just trying to be clean. He never posts any podcasts anymore, anything. Yet he did post uh, a YouTube video. You, you don't see him, it's all audio. But he did post a YouTube video. It's like a 12-minute video or something. Uh, just kind of talking about Norm. It's funny. I honestly, if I would have had to take a guess, I would have thought that uh, Artie would have died before Norm. But Artie's still here. Fortunately, Norm passed away. Like I said, he passed away from cancer. He really didn't let anyone know that he had cancer. He kind of kept it to himself. And all of a sudden, I think it was a surprise to most people. No, you know, no one knew really. So, <clears throat> with that, rest in peace, Norm McDonald. We're gonna go on to the next topic now. We'll try to have the uh, rest of the show not depressing. Just wanted to uh, give him a little segment there. All right, so um, the first segment here on, uh, or I guess the next one, I should say, the next uh, topic here. On the Frankie D show, I'm going to be talking about this uh, British grandmother. Her name's Iris Jones. I don't know if anyone's familiar with her. She, uh, I, I've seen her make the news <clears throat> or some headlines a couple of times. Sorry if I keep coughing. I don't know what the heck's going on with my throat. Here, I, let me give one good one out. <clears throat> <clears throat> okay, I don't think that really helped me at all. Uh, anyway, so Iris Jones, she's a British grandmother. She's 82 years old. And she's married to a uh, 36-year-old Egyptian dude. So she, she likes her younger guys. Nothing wrong with a woman that likes her younger guys. Hey, I'm really into Kate Beckett, Sarah, because she likes her younger guys. But fortunately, she, I don't know, she seems to be a little picky with them. It's like she picks out these, uh, besides the first guy that Kate Beckinsale, the first young guy Kate Beckinsale dated, she dated, I, I feel like, you know, a pretty normal-looking one. Then she goes to Pete Davidson. Then she goes to, like, I don't even know, some punker-type dude. I, I have no clue. Um, but anyway, this 82-year-old grandma, apparently she's really horny. She likes to get some uh, doggy style from this 36-year-old. She And she's very public about it. She talks about it on the news and stuff. And I want to know if she has money, this woman. That's the big thing I really want to know about her. Because I don't really understand what this 36-year-old's doing with his 82-year-old. I don't know if there'd be enough money in the world to have me marry an 82-year-old woman. But may, may, maybe my price is just uh, too high. Maybe the price was just right for this Egyptian guy. He's all like, all right, I just got to wait her out. I'll get her money. I don't know. I'm very uh, I, I'm very curious why he's with her, why he's so into her, what got them together. I mean, I, maybe I read an article in the past like, did they meet on a dating app or something? I I I don't know. I got an article about it here. I will uh, read some of that. And I think there's a video even to go with it. So we'll see what uh, she has to say. So yeah, British grandmother 82 leaves Holly and Phil blushing. So I guess those are the uh, broadcasters she was talking to. She leaves them blushing again by sharing more graphic details of sex life with Egyptian toy boy. Isn't it boy toy? Okay, it says toy boy. Husband, 36, and claims their antics have landed her in A&E. Alright. So, it says a British grandmother who married her Egyptian toy boy 
lover, 46 years her junior, has revealed the unlikely couple enjoy doggy-style sex because she has thin skin, which easily breaks, and the position stops her from ending up in A&E after lovemaking. Iris Jones, who is celebrating her 82nd birthday today. Okay, so this article was from September 8th. So she turned 82 on September 8th. Um, she appeared on ITV's This Morning to discuss how she hasn't seen her husband, Muhammad Ahmed Ibrahim, 30, who's 36 in nine months, because uh, visa delays means he's stuck in Egypt and can't join his wife at her home in Weston Super Mare. I, I, I think I pronounced that right. Weston Super Mare. Uh, the grandmother first hit the spotlight last year when she went on the program to discuss the huge age gap and ended up revealing details of their sex life. See, did I miss something? I, I, I think I talked about this before. If I didn't, I definitely had read these stories before. I don't, I don't know where they met. I want to know if they met on like a dating app or something. I really... Like, did, they, did, did he see her across the room at, at a mall or something? Was like, hey... That's the woman I want to spend the rest of my life with. Like, I feel there's some, definitely something I'm at least missing. Maybe we're all missing, but again, I don't. I didn't read, like, all the other articles. So, I'm not too sure. Let's see. Iris made hosts Holly Willoughby, I don't know if I pronounced that right, and Philip Schofield blush after admitting that their first night of passion, which included an, an entire tube of KY Jelly, damn, left Iris saddle sore. Oh, okay, that I do remember. I do remember she got sore. And today, Iris was back to her usual candor as she told Holly and Phil, my skin is very thin, it's like tissue. Muhammad has to be careful when he gets a hold of, on me because he rips my skin. Ah! What happened to her husband? I guess he died? Her original husband? All right, so there's some pictures of them here. Um, this says, The skin on my legs is very thin. When it comes to lo- to making love, it can be painful. I can end up at the A&E with skin rips. Ouch. But we've solved that problem as we do a doggy fashion. Love hurts. Giggling with Holly, host Philip added, Love finds a way. Damn, we got a horny granny here. My God. You gotta wonder, like, if she was still with her, um, original husband, if he is dead, maybe they divorced, I don't know, um, if she was still with, if her original husband did die and he was, she was still with him, would she still be this horny with him, and would he even be capable of doing the stuff that she's doing with this 36-year-old? I don't know. Um, it does, Iris replied before explaining, so she was saying it, it hurts. My boys have... Come to accept it, but they won't call him daddy. Oh, yeah, she has sons, right? I'm surprised these sons are letting this happen. I'm like, I'm okay, how old are these sons? I want to know, because if they're like 36 also, I feel like if I were the same age, actually, they probably got to be older than him, right? If she's 82, they, these sons got to be like, dude, stay away from my mom, you weirdo. Go take your fetish somewhere else. Iris, a former cleaner who claims pension and disability benefits, also said that she's on edge because she's missing her husband all the time. 
Spend some more time with your sons or something, your grandkids. Let's see, I'll go down a little bit. Um, let's see what some of the tweets say. Some people tweeted better. So this person said, oh, not the doggy fashion. I was not ready for that. Yeah, I know. You see this old woman and you hear about doggy style and you're like, okay, traumatized, nightmares. I really hope her grandkids never see this. Uh, this tweet says, <clears throat> Ira's getting done doggy style. I'm just jealous, to be honest. Um, this person said, I'm obsessed with Iris. Okay. That, that, who cares? Why, why was that one even part of this article? I don't, I'm sure a lot of people said they're obsessed with her. People like, uh, funny old people. This person said, Iris, the gift that keeps on giving doggy style. Uh, this person said, good for you, Iris. And this last tweet here says, Iris is amazing. We sometimes do a doggy fashion. Damn. Uh, let's see if this video plays. Let's see what she has to say. Hopefully it works. I hope it doesn't give me some stupid ad or something. Um, oh, is it going to? Let's see. I started it up and it wasn't. Now I can't tell what it's doing. Oh, it looks like we have an ad. Um, well, we'll wait for that to, um, stop. I'll just read this last part here. Uh, Iris was a bit more tongue-tied about their better man ticks after Holly asked, how was the wedding night, dare I ask? Just the same as the first night, just it wasn't so difficult this time, Iris said. Meanwhile, Muhammad shared how he felt about his union with Iris, saying, my feel is very good. We have, in the past, difficulties. Um, okay, I think the video is good. I will try it now. Oh, crap. Come on. Okay, here we go. Um, where you thought, oh, this could be one of those scams, you know, someone, they're very, very clever, they suck you in and they fleece you, take your house, you know. Did you ever worry about that? Lots of people warned me about that, my sons, friends, uh, but... I knew from the conversations we had, he was very, very genuine. Mm -hmm. And he knew I was genuine. Yeah, I don't know, Iris. I don't know if you should... I think you should trust your sons on this one. I don't know if you should just be believing this guy. This whole thing just sounds very... I don't know. It just sounds too weird to me, honestly. I don't know why a 36-year-old would be into... No offense. I, You know, it's like... I would never, if I, you know, if I were a 36-year-old dude, I would never be wanting to get married to an 82-year-old. I'm thinking he has some, you know, other thoughts. I think he either you have money and he knows that, or he at least thinks you have money. Why, like, think about it, Iris, to yourself. I'm sure you're a great person and everything. Why would he be interested in you? Unless you have money. Seriously. He could he could wait till uh, you die, try to take your money, and then be like, "All right, I'm still like 45 years old. I can now go get married to someone younger. Now I have money. Now I have money, and I could get married to someone younger. I I don't really trust this guy. I know she's saying their conversations like she could just tell he's a good guy and everything. I don't really buy it. Maybe I'm wrong. Only time will tell. I I just I don't buy it though. He, and if he is genuine, then he he does have some old woman fetish. Those are those are the only two uh, explanations. 
that there could be. And if there is another one, I'm very curious to know what it is. I right now since see, and I wonder too. He they're separated because of a, a pa- or a visa thing, right? Passport thing, or was it a COVID thing? I don't even remember. I just read it. Um, is that an excuse? Could he actually get to her? And he's choosing not to right now. Does he have another wife or family or somewhere else? I feel like we definitely need more information. She needs to go even more public about this. I wonder if he does have another wife or girlfriend or something, and she doesn't even know that he's uh, f- famous with this woman. And when she find, and if she would find out if uh, Iris goes even more public, then we could have a story over here. I don't know. I feel like there's something that we're all missing. I could be wrong. I don't think I am, but I could be wrong. Maybe he does just have a fetish, and they're very in love. Who knows? I'm going to take a trivia break. I think I did see someone uh, wrote in the chat here. Uh, So we got TGYTV, Tim Gilby, spread the gospel, just not your legs, because he's got the clap. (sighs) If I had a... Oh, wait. I I think I do. Yep. We'll play that one for the clap. Okie dokes. So I'm going to play a trivia break real quick, and then I will be back with some more topics. Sound good, people? Also, for the people listening live right now, give the show a thumbs up real quick, please. Okay, here we go. Trivia time. Who the show. All right, trivia break. So I've got five different questions for five different categories. I'll start this off by reading off each category. Then I'll read each trivia question twice. After I go through all the trivia questions twice, I will then go through the answers. If you get any of the questions correct, here's a special congratulations from me, Frankie D. And if you get any of the trivia questions incorrect, then who really gives a crap? We're not playing for prizes. So the categories are comedy, Disney World, sports, geography, and animals. All right, so the first question, the category is comedy. What comedian popularized a hand gesture known as the Sufi symbol? Did I say that right, people? I have no clue. It also stood for the Superfinger in the early 2000s. Again, what comedian popularized a hand gesture known as the Sufi symbol? It also stood for the Superfinger in the early 2000s. I thought I was familiar with this comedian, but apparently not. I have no clue what the Sufi symbol is. Okay, next question. The category is Disney World. Within three years, what year did Disney World open to the public? Again, within three years, what year did Disney World open to the public? Alright, so what that means is you could either think of what year it was, or you could think three years ahead, or Three years back. So you got a lot of years that you could guess at here. Okie dokes. Let's go to the next question. The category is sports. In 1957, Althea Gibson became the first African-American to win what sporting event? Again, in 1957, Althea Gibson became the first African-American to win what sporting event? Okay, the next category is geography. 
Yellowstone Lake is the largest naturally occurring lake in which U.S. state? Again, Yellowstone Lake is the largest naturally occurring lake in which U.S. state? I know this one. I hope a lot of you know this one. I don't know why. I just feel like this one should be easy. Maybe because of the uh, Yellowstone supervolcano. You could take a good guess. I don't know. Okay, we'll go on to the last question. The category is animals. What are pouched animals such as kangaroos called? Again, what are pouched animals such as kangaroos called? Okay, let's go through the answers. What comedian popularized a hand gesture known as the Sufi symbol? It also stood for the Superfinger in the early 2000s. That is Dane Cook. Alright, the next question. Within three years, what year did Disney World open to the public? So it opened in 1971. So you could have thought anywhere from 1968 to 1974. The next question was, in 1957, Althea Gibson became the first African-American to win what sporting event? The event was Wimbledon. The sport was tennis. Uh, The next question was, Yellowstone Lake is the largest naturally occurring lake in which U.S. state? That answer was Wyoming. And the last question, what are pouched animals such as kangaroos called? The answer to that is marsupials. Okay, that's it with the questions for this week. Hope you all enjoyed, and now it is time to get back to the show. And, of course, it cuts off on me again. All right, so we're back to the Frankie D show. Hope you guys enjoyed the trivia there. Sorry if there was a little. Of course, there's always... Fucking technical difficulties. If there was, if there was one in the beginning now too, and the end. So sorry about that. All right, we'll get back to uh, some topics now. So the next thing I'm going to be talking about is Conor McGregor getting pushed by Machine Gun Kelly at the MTV Music Awards. Now, why was Conor McGregor at the MTV Music Awards? Did he just want to go? Did, was he in a music video or something? Like, why was he there? Is that why uh, Machine Gun Kelly pushed him? He was like, "Bro, you don't belong here." You're, you're a fighter. Get the fuck out of my MTV Music Awards. Push. I mean, Machine Gun Kelly, you gotta wonder, was this planned or could he actually be that stupid? Like, at least Conor McGregor has an excuse to be that stupid. He's been punched in the head so many times. Like, it's impossible to not be stupid after a while because you're gonna have, like, brain damage when you're punched as many times as Conor McGregor's been so he has at least an excuse when he does stupid things. It's like, all right, he's been punched in the head so many times. Of Clearly, he's missing some brain cells. Well, either this was planned or Machine Gun Kelly has to be an actual idiot. And, you know, he's he has no excuse. Here. Like, how much drugs could he have possibly taken for him to be that stupid where he would push Conor McGregor? Now, there are some people where if they pushed uh, McGregor, I'd be like, all right. Maybe he thinks he could take him on. There's no way Machine Gun Kelly could actually think he could take Conor McGregor on. Like, Jake Paul, you might be like, all right, we know he's a dumbass. And he might be trying to set himself up for a big money fight. And he's clearly a lot stronger, Jake Paul, than Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly is a twig. He would be annihilated by Conor McGregor. He would probably, like, Conor might kill him. 
Like, he might be... Like, see, Conor McGregor's so crazy, he might just end up killing him, a, a machine gun Kelly. Yeah, that's why I think this must have been planned. There's no way that machine gun Kelly could be that stupid. Yeah, maybe he is that stupid. I don't know. It seems like a lot of these stupid celebrities are just that stupid these days. Like... I, there is no, you know, it, like, they could push, uh, first of all, who threw the first push? I think Machine Gun Kelly threw the first push, from what I've heard. And if he threw the first push, like, you're asking to get your ass beat then. I mean, I could see if McGregor threw the first push, uh, then Machine Gun Kelly pushing him back, even though you'd still get your ass beat. But even if McGregor pushed or any MMA fighter, even, you know, it doesn't matter if they were around my size, smaller, big, doesn't matter. I know MMA fighters could kick ass, UFC fighters, obviously Conor McGregor could kick ass, we've seen him kick ass. Maybe he's not doing as well against uh, other UFC fighters these days, but for a skinny dipshit like Machine Gun Kelly, he would annihilate him. So it doesn't matter how, you know, really big, small, whatever, a UFC fighter is, if they pushed me, they could push me 10 times. I am not pushing a UFC fighter back, because if we broke out into a fight, I know I'd be ending up in the hospital. Unless unless I'm getting a big payday, like these, uh, you know, big boxing matches that's been going on with, with Jake Paul and Logan Paul and all that stuff, there is no way I'm just getting my ass beat just to get my ass beat. And if it wasn't planned, you got to wonder, too, if this could have been a thing uh, of where of, uh, Machine Gun Kelly was like, huh, I wonder if I could just get more publicity and popular so I can make more money in the long run. But the other thing I really want to know, maybe I should have looked at a ton of articles, really read into this. I guess I care enough to uh, about this to talk about it, but I didn't care enough to really see why anyone got pushed, if there was even a reason stated. I didn't see a reason uh, stated as to why Machine Gun Kelly made the stupid decision of pushing Conor McGregor. So if anyone saw that, please type in the comments or leave a review or something. Why the hell did Machine Gun Kelly feel that pushing Conor McGregor would be the right decision? I I don't see any logical reason. Like I said, the only way I could see there being a reason to doing it is uh, one, if McGregor pushed him first, which it doesn't seem like that was it, or two, to get more publicity to try to make money. From this, and it seems like uh, Machine Gun Kelly was like a fucking pussy, and he, you know, he Megan Fox like got in between them, uh, bodyguards got in between them, and McGregor didn't even have a chance to push him back. Which again, was it planned? They knew all right, have these people here to separate him real quick, or did Machine Gun Kelly? No, I right, I know I can push him because I know he won't be able to touch me once we get separated. Which is just a very cowardly thing to do if that's the case. I don't know. If anyone knows, like I said, type in. Also, I don't have the phone line set up today. I've just been talking the last few weeks. So, if anyone here is live listening right now, but, you know, there are some of you I see, uh, and you want to uh, call in, leave it in the chat, and I could uh, set up the phone uh, while I'm doing this. But again, you could just leave it in the chat too, the reason, or you could leave a review if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, any of those. Because I'm very curious to why uh, Machine Gun Kelly pushed McGregor. I couldn't, I couldn't find one when I was reading about it. 
but who knows. I've got some uh, articles here now that say... Also, sorry if there's a fucking whoosh noise again, this fucking air conditioner. I heard it in the uh, trivia this week, too. I'm sorry about that, people. I need a fucking... I need a studio, man. Doing this shit in my basement. Guess it's just what you gotta do. It's just what I gotta do for now, but in the future. So I see these two articles here. I'm not gonna go too deep into them. But one here says, uh, Conor McGregor opens as favorite for boxing match versus Machine Gun Kelly. What the hell? So are they planning a boxing match right now? That's one question. Are they planning a boxing match? So, was this planned, or was it at least planned by one of them? And two, if this actually is going to happen, I don't think it's really going to happen. If it is, Would people really buy this fight? This is one that you watch literally just to see how much you want to see uh, Conor McGregor kill Machine Gun Kelly. Like I said, if it was like even Logan or Jake Paul who... Everyone just says box an actual boxer. That you know that proves they're kind of good enough to where they don't want to see them uh, box a UFC fighter because they know there's a good chance that they'll beat a UFC fighter. Especially now it's been done twice by Jake. Um, but Machine Gun Kelly, he's just like I said, a skinny dipshit. So this is one where you just want to see how badly. Conor McGregor would be able to kill Machine Gun Kelly in a boxing match. You might as well just make it a UFC fight. I think people wouldn't want to see that much that much of an, of an annihilation. That's what I'd want to see in this one, though. Just make it a UFC fight. You, you clearly, in like, if this boxing match is actually going to happen, clearly it would be happening because, uh, you know, for money. So, at least let me get the most out of my money if I'm going to buy it. And have it be a UFC fight. I want to see some crazy stuff. Like I said, though, I don't think this is going to happen. I can't see this boxing match happen. But who knows? I see... Uh, okay, wait, actually, what's this say? Odd Sharks. Who would want to fight? Conor McGregor. It says minus uh, 5,000. Machine Gun Kelly plus 1,000. Um, right, I don't really need to go into this one too much more. I know this is probably... A fake story. I just want to bring that up because it's funny how a boxing match is bam automatically just brought up. This this uh, another article though that I saw. It says idiot Conor McGregor may have thought or may have lunged at Machine Gun Kelly because he thought it was Jake Paul. Now <clears throat> I thought he lunged at Machine Gun Kelly because Machine Gun Kelly pushed him. So I I'm gonna guess now. I'm going to guess maybe McGregor might have been talking some shit. I could be wrong, though. Maybe he was talking some shit. Machine Gun Kelly pushed him because he was talking shit to him. So maybe he did think it was Jake Paul. I don't know if he thought it was Jake Paul. Wouldn't you kind of make sure that it was someone before you start talking the shit? Who knows? This one, I want to look into the first few sentences here. Those dopey blonde celebrities all look alike, am I right? Former UFC lightweight champion Conor McGregor may have been confused during his stint at the MTV VMA Awards last weekend in Brooklyn, which could explain why Notorious uh, lunged at Machine Gun Kelly on the red carpet. 
McGregor likely mistook him for sleepy chain maker Jake Paul. Some people are saying that Conor McGregor mistook me for uh, mistook him for me because we look the same, like blonde hair, a little bit tall. They don't look any like they both have blonde hair, but they don't look alike to me at all. That was like the rumor that happened. I think it's hilarious. Conor McGregor is a real fighter. Why is he on a celebrity red carpet throwing drinks at Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly? It's just disrespectful. But Cal's handled himself like a professional. He didn't get hot. He didn't retaliate because I think he knows that Conor just looked like an idiot. This guy is falling apart and trying to find any reason to get attention. Or perhaps his latest antics were a cry for help. All right, so he was throwing... Okay, so that's why he got uh, McGregor was pushed. He was throwing drinks at them. <laughs> Man, I don't know what gets to that guy said. He's a dumbass too. But I still think Machine Gun Kelly is probably the bigger idiot because... McGregor, if he's throwing drinks at me, I'm letting security take care of that. Why would I take the chance of pushing that guy? Like, if McGregor was able to get his hands on him, like I said, he'd be, like, dead. Is it really worth it? You had celebrity... Yeah, not celebrity. Uh, you had uh, security separate you guys anyway. I don't know. These celebrities, you can't even tell what's real what's fake anymore. And then... Like this guy said, why is he on a celebrity red carpet throwing drinks at me? Why is he on a, re- a celebrity red carpet at, at all? At least this type of one. Why is he at the MTV VMA Awards? Is he in a music video or something? He's not involved in music. I don't really want to see him there. Really, I don't watch the MTV Music Awards at all. Yeah, I didn't even know they really still had those. Does MTV even play music? I thought that's been like the thing with MTV. People are like, oh man, MTV jumped the shark years ago. They haven't played music in years. There's too many award shows for singers and actors and stuff these days. They should only have like one a year. You know, and you know, maybe one for each genre. There's the country music awards, all right. They're their own thing. They could have a hip hop one. You know, one for movies, maybe one for TV. You know, they like right now there's always a freaking award show. Do these people need to feel that important where they always need to be winning awards? I mean, look at radio. As far as I know, radio there's a Hall of Fame that's it. There's no, as far as I know, there's no awards during all that time. You wait till the end. If you were that good, you're getting in the Hall of Fame. Even though I've heard some uh, wacky things, even about the Radio Hall of Fame. I heard there's some people that deserve to be in there, but the way you get in is weird. So maybe that should change about it. But the fact that there's so many freaking award shows a year, is it's annoying why do you guys need to have all these award shows? They're like, they're just trying to let every celebrity here and there have a chance to win an award. It's like, if you don't deserve to win an award, you just don't deserve to win one. Just stop making award shows so you could win a freaking award. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there's my rant on that. There's no reason really to uh, go on with this anymore. In terms of Jake Paul uh, versus McGregor, if, if McGregor really did think that was Jake, one, he really is a dumbass for not checking who the person was first. And two, you got to wonder if uh, Jake Paul versus McGregor is going to happen. It doesn't look like Jake Paul really wants to fight McGregor. It looks like he said Tyron Woodley would be the harder opponent, and he already beat Tyron Woodley. Man, I keep talking. It seems like uh, the freaking Paul brothers, they come up on this show a lot. There's not really no reason for them to, but... 
Always in the media. I guess they're worth talking about. All right. Next story I'm going on to is about uh, a psychologist. This female psychologist, she's uh, 40 years old. Her name is Joe Wise. Wise? I don't know. W-I-S-E. So Joe Wise. Doesn't sound very wise here, but uh, she's 40 and she was struck off after a suicidal client, 17, said she had sex with him, pinned him down during a bedroom counseling session, and bombarded him with shocking texts. Did it? Oh man, I am looking for, I should wish I uh, looked into this one a little bit more beforehand even. I I am looking forward to seeing uh, if we think he's telling the truth or not. Because he, he's making this sound really bad. She freaking pinned him down. Like, that isn't sounding good. Like, a lot of the times I read these 17-year-old stories, and I'm like, all right, that dude clearly wanted it from that. From, like, usually their teacher stories. Uh, you know, and usually you could tell the student really wanted to do it with their teacher. This dude's making it sound like, you know, he didn't, he didn't want it from this counselor. Let's see what we got here. A Sydney psychologist said to have... Uh, seduced a suicidal teenage boy with more than 240 emoji-laden text messages has been struck off for five years. So the emojis was seducing him? I don't know. If he was suicidal, it sounds like she was trying to help him. She was like, here, we could do it. And then he won't be, you'll be happy. Uh, Mum of three, Joe Wise, 40, faced a tribunal on... Hope I pronounced it right. Probably didn't. <laughs> On Tuesday, which found her conduct had been reprehensible, improper, and unethical. The boy had been referred to her counseling service on Sydney's northern beaches after four of his friends had died suddenly, pushing him into despair and self harming. Gotta see what this lady looks like. Gotta see. Is she a good looking one or. Uh... Did he make some mistakes and regret it after? Let's see if her picture even shows up. Um. Oh, I see her. Damn. Okay, if I need counseling, I'll, I'll reach out to her. Sounds good to me. What the hell is this guy talking about? Let's see what else the story says. But within a few months, the counseling sessions were said to have crossed the line of professionalism, starting with cuddling and hugs before it developed into more, the boy claims. Sounds like the best counselor ever. Looking at this picture. The teenager told the Tribunal U.S. Uh, born Miss Wise was holding one counseling session in his bedroom when things suddenly escalated and she began rubbing her leg against his. All right. That's how we start off. Let's see where we go to now. He said Miss Wise became more and more touchy, holding his hand and putting it against her cheek before he playfully pushed her and she suddenly jumped on top of me. Damn. The hell is wrong with you, Miss Wise? He said she straddled him with her knees uh, either side of him and she was trying to pin his hands down, said the boy. Has this guy never been to to a therapy before? Come on. That's how these sessions work. Uh, the married psychologist was then said to have let me know that her husband had a 24-hour shift the next day and that I was welcome to go to hers for a free session. Oh, damn. 
She's married. This story keeps getting more interesting. Uh, these freaking uh, Daily Mail articles. After she left, Miss Wise texted the boy to say she was missing him already, asked him uh, if he wanted to come over to her home the following night, and sent the address. The next day, she texted the teen to say she was concerned at how close they had become, then later texted him again to say she wanted to see him that night. Where's the boy's text? I want to see the boy's text. We keep hearing her text. I want to see what he's saying back to her. The teenager who was at a party said she would be over at 9 p.m. She replied that he had to be out by 11. Did he end up going? The teenager had consumed about six or seven beers at the party before his arrival. All right, so he was at a party and figured, all right, I'm at a party now. I drink some beer. I'll head over after. He asserts Miss Wise uh, had been drinking and offered him a beer, which he refused. No, I guess he was already drunk enough. Just came from a party. Uh, let's see. So here's her text message. It says, woke up smile, uh, not smiling, woke up smelling you on me. Don't write back. Just wanted you to know I'm thinking about you. P.S. You should delete all my texts. I meant don't write back anything explicit. We can still text each other normally. How are you feeling today? And then there are hearts in here and smiley faces and all that stuff. But what did he say back to? I want to see some of his texts to her. Did he never text her back? Let's see. He reports that Miss Wise undressed him, then herself, and they engaged in sexual intercourse. The teenager says that Miss Wise then performed oral sex on him. I said, did he never feel uh, the want to push her off or anything? To say, hey, I'm, I'm not into this. We shouldn't do this. We keep doing this. I I will tell on you. You know, you're like your career will be over. So stop undressing me, and let's get back to our counseling sessions. Maybe it's better if I see another psychologist now. But uh, it seems like he. Uh, it it seems like he you know he went through with the intercourse. Uh, the following day, Miss Wise texted the teen. I'm so sore this morning. Woke up smelling you on me. Don't write. Okay, I already read that. Uh, she later told him, I know you are a boy and all you think about is sex, but I was hoping for a little more. Damn, she doesn't even want her husband anymore. She just wants to date this teen. What the hell is wrong with her? Man, the theme uh, this week is freaking uh, cougars. My God, we had the 82-year-old Iris and we got a 40-year-old Miss Wise. The teenager told the tribunal the message made it 10 times worse for me. Um, Let's see how much more. Uh, I, we're going to have to uh, skip down towards the end here. Too much. All right, so I, I just get, I, there's a bunch I skipped there. You have to read the article if you guys want to, uh, if you guys want to know more about it. This says Miss Wise had opted not to appear at the tribunal because of her own mental health issues. In an email to the tribunal, she insisted, I am not a predator and have spent my whole career fighting against predators and trying to repair the damage done by them. All right, I mean, if you knew he was 17, though, technically, I know he turns 18, you know, who knows when. And 
probably, you know, could seem like a little adult and stuff. Technically, though, 17, you're kind of known as a predator. I know you're really just probably a horny cougar, but can't really go breaking the law there. Let's see, Ms. Wise uh, deregistered herself as a psychologist last November and now works in customer service. Uh, she told Daily Mail, I gave up my registration because I understood that I haven't had the boundaries that I needed for my clients. The mother of three children, aged four, seven, and nine, admits her life has been devastated by the case and has vowed never to return to counseling services. Damn, that's upsetting. I was thinking about making an appointment with her. She added, I've definitely moved away from the health professions. I've got to take care of my babies. Well, I don't know. You know, you got to wonder why the dude went through with it. I mean, I guess the the one case where she just jumps on top of him. I don't know, but like he could push it. It's not, um, he could push her off, right? He could be like, hey, you know, you're going to lose your job, right? Like. I feel like there's definitely communication we're missing, especially because from what I see here, now I did skip uh, a few paragraphs here for sure. However, I'm not seeing any of these texts back from the dude. I want to see what he's saying back to her after she's sending him all these uh, seductive messages. Clearly went through with the intercourse. He accepted the BJ from her. I don't know. This one's kind of an interesting story. There's a lot of times with uh, the teacher ones where I'm like, all right, that student definitely wanted uh, the teacher. This one, it's like, who, who the hell knows? I don't know. I wonder what happened. I Like I said, I, I, I read, uh, I missed some of this article here. I wonder what happened with her husband. She just divorced him after? You divorce her? Seems like a messy situation. But, uh, yeah, if anyone wants to check her out, Joe Wise, not, not, you know. Hey, if my counselor looked like that, I wouldn't be upset. Alrighty. We're going to be uh, closing up the show. And as tradition for the past so many weeks, I don't know how many more weeks I'm going to do this. I might... Let's see. I think next week will be the last time I call Theo Vaughn. So we got this week and next week. We're going to call Theo Vaughn still. Maybe I'll try uh, calling someone else after. And if anyone does want to call in or something, I guess write it in the chat. And I will uh, get this set up. Um, right now, I even got to get, get it set up just to call Theo. Let's see. Okay, this should work now. The oh my god, this guy's still not freaking out talking about poor girl. Hello, please state your name after the tone, and Google Voice will try to connect you. Frankie D.
Come on, Theo. Hey, what's up? This is Theo Vaughn. Uh, this is the This Past Weekend Hotline. Uh, I appreciate you calling. I want to let you know that uh, this is a space where you can leave a question, a comment, um, an issue, a concern, a topic, a thought, anything you want. Uh, this is a space, you know, this is that hotline. So you can leave that. Uh, you can leave your name in. You can leave your name out. Um, it, it'll uh, it'll turn off after three minutes. So if you're going long, you're going to have to call back and finish your comments or whatever. Gotcha. But uh, I appreciate you calling, and uh, and I, I appreciate your support with this past weekend. Uh, be good, you little dust bear. I love you. Bye. Yo, what up, Theo? It's Frankie D again. Uh, I had a pork roll this morning. Tasted very delicious. Uh, still don't know why you haven't even talked about them yet or uh, eaten one yourself. Have one. MJF from uh, AEW here. He was calling it Taylor Ham the other day. Don't know what the fuck that was about. I know, I know, you know, that's pork roll. Did you hear about uh, Joe Wise? She's a 40-year-old psychologist and she was uh, doing it with one of her, her 17-year-old client. You know, the, the client's saying... You know, I read a lot of these stories, and they're with the teachers. And you could tell usually the, the students, the male students, want to bang their hot teachers. This one, though, you know, the, the guy's really throwing you for a loop. She, he's all like, man, she jumped on me. She pinned me down. I don't know what's going on, Theo. If you were my psychologist, Joe Eyes, I, I would have let her have her way with me. She's pretty hot. For a psychologist, not bad. And even something uh, better about her. I hear she calls a pork roll, not Taylor Ham. You should look into the story, Theo. Okay, I'll catch you around. Peace. Okay. There is uh, the call to Theo Vaughn. Like I said, I'm pretty sure next week is going to be uh, the last week I call Theo. There's no reason to still be calling him. Okay, if anyone has any last comments or anything, write them in the chat right now. I'm going to plug the show and be ending it. Sound good? Okay. So, if any, for everyone listening to the Frankie D Show on YouTube right now, make sure you subscribe, hit the like button, ding the bell, do what you got to do. Whatever else there is to do, make sure you do it. Um, <clears throat> if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, wherever the hell you listen, make sure you're subscribed, listen to all the episodes, give me some feedback, write a review, tell me what you want to hear. Don't want to hear. Thank you, uh, TGY TV Tim Gelby, for listening to Kill the Pork Girl. Um, and yeah, if you look me up on Instagram and Twitter at the Frankie D Show. Again, all you got to do is remember the Frankie D Show, and you should be able to find me. Okay, that's all I got for you today. I'll be back next Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern. Hope you guys enjoyed. Peace.